Okay, I think it's more fitting. It's only, yeah, it's only fitting that uh, we forget to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure these last couple days have been really busy for you with work and all that, but it's probably been uh, nice to get away and have a distraction in your life, huh? I don't even know, I'm not sure to what you're referring. Um, I've, I've been totally fine, and I haven't yeah. had any any problems in my life ever, so... Well, uh, I will. I will remind you in just a just a few short minutes about uh, what I am talking about. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is the second to last podcast we're going to send out. The other ones has already been recorded. It's going to be the bloopers. Uh, we'll send out oh, all nice. the blooper reels. I got to go through that. It's going to take me some time. Yeah, that's going to be that's a disaster. Be a Diego, show. in particular, should be scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to have to find out just how far I want to push the envelope with that one because. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Good just Lord. put it all put it all on there. Oh my man, that was just awful. Uh, anyways, I think everybody knows what this podcast is about. So this is going to be a really fun one for me. Uh, politics, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to talk, talk, talk a little politics. Talk about the Donald on the episode. We are going to so other than just recap uh, what a great weekend it was for both leagues. Uh, we are going to compare all of your fantasy teams. To real NFL teams, Jake hasn't seen these, so I'm going to run them by him, see what he thinks. Uh, we have storylines of the year. We have some awards to give out, uh, like the MVP, who is the MVP of the fantasy season. Uh, spoiler alert: it is it's a very obvious person. Uh, but as usual, Jake, let's uh, let's just kick it off like we always do, man. What was your uh, one big takeaway for the week? Um, mostly that the Cowboys suck, but more importantly than that. So you know, I was I was home for uh, a couple days for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I I almost set my house on my parents' house on fire Christmas Day. I, I put a plate in the microwave and it exploded. Was um, that like an aluminum or something like that? I don't know what was on it. It was like coated in some sort of red shit. And when okay. I opened it up, there was a huge fire. It was a lot of fun. But wow. so, how old are you, by the way? Twenty nine. Still still can't microwave stuff. Okay, just check it. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, I need to get married really bad, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, but my dad mentioned that he had heard some of this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. You don't know which parts. <laughs> some, of, some of y'all have never met my dad, but he's a pretty conservative guy. He's a lot of fun, but... Uh, He's not the type of guy that I would want to talk about um, having my sphincter stretched. <laughs> Is that the NFL part he player. heard? God, I hope not. <laughs> if he heard any of that episode, at least he's judging you and Anthony and Todd as much as he's judging me. So You know, I've already I'm been thinking... through the ringer with Anthony's family, so I might as well just go through it with yours as well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, my, my parents have seen some shit from Anthony, too, so uh, I guess they don't really... Nothing surprises them anymore, probably, if they heard the, the poo pants story, so... Jesus. Uh, <laughs> that was that was amazing, and, and I'm going to bring that up here in just a moment. Uh, anything else from the weekend? Nah, man, it was, it was a good one. 
So obviously, the my one big takeaway is what we're going to be talking about this whole podcast. <laughs> so I do have one other one, and it was actually how excited I am for the playoffs in the NFC. Um, I think the Rams are like going to be such an awesome team. And the other storyline I really like is that Minnesota has a chance to host the Super Bowl. Like a legit chance. I can't remember a team ever being this close to getting that opportunity. Um, and those are two both, both awesome teams, good stories, <laughs> the turnarounds, everything they've both been through. Um, I think that Carolina is a really good team. I think the Saints are okay. I think I think you can see some, a little bit of weakness there. I don't really want yeah. the Falcons in. I want Seattle in. I don't think they're very good, but just Russell, playoff Russell is just something I, I love. Like that dude just shows up every freaking game. And yeah. I want a chance to watch that. Like against a team, every single team in the playoffs is going to be better than his team. But to see him take on all those teams, the Rams, uh, Saints, Panthers, whoever whoever they run into, I think it's going to be really exciting. So I can't wait for the, for the NFC playoffs. I I don't really care who gets in between Seattle and the Falcons. I'm cheering for Seattle. Either one's going to be okay, though. I'm cheering for Seattle too, like you said, yeah. because I think I think they're they're better. They're more fun to watch. Yeah, and uh, you know some gambling reasons as well. Yeah, I, I took a little um, parlay on Seattle yeah. and uh, Carolina um, as well, but I just I can't see I can't see Nick Foles, Case Keenum, or Jared Goff in the Super Bowl yet. I just I can't see it. Goff, so you gotta I'm, get I'm still over. Taking, like, I'm still Keenum's taking. Like, th- th- he's good though. I mean, that's, yeah, I guess but it's he's not. On the podcast, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm putting my money on Cam Newton, Drew Brees, or Russell Wilson, all guys that have been there before. Before I'm taking those top three seeds, so I'm 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 taking underdogs here. All righty. Well, that is our takeaways. Uh, I guess we gotta we got we get we get to do this the fun part finally. What I what I really want to talk about. I hate my life. <laughs> For the weekend recap, Jake uh, in fourth and one. Uh, there was a little bit of a game that went down. In Bro League, there was another game that went down. Two leagues. How many winners did we have? Uh, z- zero, actually, this season. <laughs> Nobody leagues, won. One winner. Yeah, I don't know about that. I took down Tyler. About I can't remember the scores. I didn't write them down. But 150 <laughs> to not even 100. Tyler's, Tyler was actually second round by. 150.3 to 98. <sighs> Even Tyler afterward, like he had conceded like halfway through, and he just knew. And uh, it really that one, I didn't really even care about that one. You you were with me watching these games. I really mm-hmm. I had kind of checked out from that one. The, yeah, you had the, no interest in that game. I did not. I was like, this is over. It was it was it was obvious how quick that one was over. Um, what do you have on that one before we get to the, what was a really good one? Uh, Tyler's team is not good. It's what we said all along. <laughs> it's, it's not, he shouldn't have made the playoffs. Should, I don't, uh, playoffs, maybe. I mean, I don't know. My team was shit the two weeks in the playoffs anyway. So everybody was. Well, well, I it have was, a couple. It was ugly, with, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't have a good week either week. He scored a hundred. He beat Todd by like half a point yep. with a hundred and ten points the first round, mm-hmm. and then he couldn't even put up a hundred. Um, yeah, he needed just, to borrow some of Marcus Viagra, and and but he he forgot to hit him up. So it was not an interesting finals. Ugly. I I felt bad because I gave Anthony more shit just because it was the only <laughs> one I actually cared about, and I really did kind of have, at one point accept that I was going to lose. Um, 
But uh, I got goodbye letters for both of them. But before I get into those, let's go to this Bro League one. This was a pretty good one. Uh, I Tyler lost by a point a couple years ago. I don't think anything's going to top that one. Yeah. But the way this one went down was... Oh, my God. Dude. I know. I so frustrating. believe it. Like being, it, being on the outside looking in and rooting for Anthony so everybody, hard. I mean, every person in the I league was rooting was for Anthony. furious with the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. That first chance when it was going to be like a 40-yard field mm-hmm. goal on that first fourth down of the game. And they went for it. Yep. It was, I text you, I was like, well, that's a bad omen for Anthony. Like, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I didn't even watch it until after the second half, or after the second half I kicked off. I, you know, my, my Christmas tradition is to watch Elf that evening, so I was watching Elf. Mm-hmm. Elf ended, and I was like, well, shoot, this game is still on, and I, I looked up, I, I, I'd been checking in, but I'd seen that he was having a really bad game, and he had actually missed a, like a chip, like a 29-yarder or something like that, right before the half, and he lost the only point he had. So he went back down to zero. So he needed 11 points or whatever it was in the second half. And he was just, I mean, they they, they just weren't moving the ball at all. Mm-hmm. No, they, their offense looked bad. Um, yeah, they can't be excited. And I, I, I'm glad I saved this drop because I was like, I, I even said this. God. Uh, let's just go. This was live, actually. So this was. It's it's odd that it happened uh, two weeks in a row. But uh, it, okay, let's just cut, let's just cut to it now. The greatest day of my life. I hope the day Ellie was born was a close second. That happened. God, That's Anthony we're one talking. Give me field goal away from an all Do not jinx him, Jenny. There's no jinxing. You got a top five kicker for a 37 yarder with no wind in the middle. Silence. There's the Here snap. we go. Clean snap. Snap is, is good. Do it at top. Looks good. It post. Post. Okay. I know you're upset right now, but next week you're going to be so relaxed. Trust me. <laughs> I won! It's an Exodus miracle! That was oh. me. Oh, this miracle smells like poo. <laughs> Shit! Did you lose? You shut your <laughs> mouth! Every year I set this shut league up. Every year, and I never win! This was the year! This felt good. I love this part when Anthony was freaking oh, out. Shit! I babysit you morons! I babysit you! Oh, help me out! Do this! Move that guy around! He's the oh, dad of the league. Lineup. Going mad. You, yep. you taco. Ruxin. Stupid wise Fuck man. Fuck you, Kyle. Stop yep, he did say that to me. My eggs! Stupid! Stupid! Daddy, stop! Geggle's watching you. He's gonna avoid to Santa. Fuck me in the eye, Ellie. He ruined Christmas no for his kids. And there's no Santa Claus. <laughs> and there's no Christmas. There's no God. There's no Easter Bunny. There's nothing! 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 I gotta say, I feel like I just won twice. <laughs> and that's, oh, that was awesome. And you know, I just, um, I don't know, man. It was a, uh, it was a Christmas Day miracle for sure. It was because it's literally, I mean, what a, what a freaking waste to have Todd Gurley score fifty one point six so, points in your gonna, championship yep, week. I was gonna and ooh, not yep. win. If he could have had anybody show up even a little bit, he, he, he had a chance. He had a, you know, he would have won. Four points from Brandon Cook, six points from Robert Woods, five points from Greg Olson, four points from Funches. It's like nobody wanted to play. Yeah, but Todd those Gurley players, said, like none of those players, other than Todd Gurley, this, was, this wasn't the strongest team. Well, Brandon Cooks was, 
he's been shit, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's been so up and down. Brett Golson was amazing the The week week before. before, Robert Woods has been on fire. Tom Brady's just been kind of weird. Um, he's having he's had uh, a terrible last six games. Yeah. Is it? And then on top of that too, like, you know, if Houston takes care of the football and well, scores okay. points against the yeah. Steelers instead of those turnovers, I mean, it's just it was like so many little things mm-hmm. could have gone different that would have felt the well, Okay, but, another big thing too. Well. I guess not really a big thing. I looked it up. It would have been a lot closer. It, he would have lost by like a half point. But had they kicked the extra point instead of going for two, that's the difference mm-hmm. between five points and three. So I would have lost two. But then, I mean, that would have made it so much closer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, I still, it would have made the ultimate difference. And I don't think there was anybody, if you go through his bench, I don't, I think there was one person that you, he could have swapped out. But it wouldn't have, I mean, that just wasn't, I, I can't remember exactly who yeah, it was. Yeah, he got like, he got one extra point from Gallman, a couple extra points from Jack Doyle, yeah. which, you know. But you, you don't make uh, that call, though. You apparently talked him out of starting Gallman, which. He made the right call, though, with Gillisley. I agree. That's what I yeah, told I him. I thought but he did it. You he, well, he still should did. not have told him that. Uh, I helped him out. I just Collusion. I was trying to help out my buddy. It's all right. There's an asterisk by this season. It's okay. Asterisk? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I can't wait till I guess you're going to explain this at some point. I yes. Okay. <laughs> you want to hear it now? Uh, yeah. Before, because I'm I'm gonna I, I have one thing to say before an avalanche comes on this league uh, of, uh, of of just shit talk. So go ahead. Let's hear this asterisk. All right. So this is uh, from Anthony Rodriguez. Oh, so you're reading live what Anthony has I am to reading say. Live so Tyler and Anthony were supposed brain. to be on the episode. Uh, scheduling conflicts and jake and i just needing a little bit more flexibility we we just decided to be easier people just sent in what they wanted to say so uh go ahead uh so anthony sent in what he wanted to say i have a couple things from tyler too yeah anthony wouldn't have been able to get through this without crying so um (laughs) so this is from anthony i'm calling my my season a success better yet i'm the real champ this year you know kyle winning twice this year will forever be the asterisk championship for him. And I'll tell you why. Kyle was paid by his employer to win this thing. Any other outcome, and he would be turned for insubordination. So basically, for those of you who don't know, Kyle was off from work for almost the entire season. (laughs) He orchestrated this. (laughs) These are facts. That's a fact. He orchestrated this long before we even started thinking about draft dates. His boss told him, listen, dude, Win those championships. Don't worry about work or paychecks. I got you. Don't come back to this office without both trophies. So Kyle, being the ultra-responsible guy that we all know, went and did what he had to do. Things got rough for him for a bit. He had to roofie some people to assemble his team in both leagues. And his boss even gave him more time off to bring home those ships. Kyle was paid to win. I say we leveled the death penalty on his ass, but he's too big for all that. He runs two leagues and calls the shots. So if y'all really want to be impressed, be impressed with the guy who guessed his way to the championship and barely lost by five measly points from Anthony Rodriguez. Oh, wow. Well, at least he's not bitter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to see he's he's handling it well. (laughs) He's come to terms with it. (laughs) Um... 
I am going to get on uh, the, the avalanche. I'm holding it back with all my might. So I have one. Oh, let me read what Tyler says. So Tyler had more to say about Anthony than I had to say about Anthony. Uh, Tyler just basically said he's proud of his season. Um, I guess I, I don't really. He, a couple of things that Tex didn't really make. Then he went on to tell Anthony that he was the Jeff Fisher of fantasy. Um, <laughs> that he had Gurley and still sharded. Uh, what else did he say? He called him. He gave him a couple team names. I got a really good one for for Anthony, so I'll save it. But one of his so team Tyler, names, Tyler called. Tyler, Tyler spent his entire time talking shit about Anthony and the other league. Yes, that's what he <laughs> so did. So Tyler, that's that is perfect. very Tyler. Yeah, deflect. Uh, he called Anthony uh, Captain Brown Bottoms, Squishy C A Rod. <laughs> so. Uh, that's what that's where Tyler's at right now. So in case y'all want to know if, if Tyler's okay, he is. He's doing great. Now I have goodbye letters to read, and I got a couple other things to respond to from Anthony. But uh, before I do all that, I will just say there is an avalanche of shit talking coming to my loser squad's way. Now, for those that aren't familiar with what my loser squad is, uh, loser squad mount up. That is Eric Cosseris. Todd Byers, Anthony Rodriguez, and the captain himself, Mr. Jake Tao. First Woo, of all, I made playoffs. You guys <laughs> lost to me in both leagues. Now, there's people that everybody lost to me, so y'all are all going to get some shit at the draft. And uh, I'm going to think of a lot of things. But you guys, in particular, should be really proud because you all, nobody could stop me. And you all had two chances to do so, and, and you couldn't. So. How you guys are managing to sleep at night, invest in ibuprofen nighttime or whatever you guys got to do because, uh, man, that group chat, I've been saving it for today because I didn't, I, I was just, I was letting it all, uh, you guys were at home just wondering, when is it coming? Now, on behalf of my loser squad, uh, for those that aren't familiar, there's this, uh, the NFL is running a program this year called My Cleats, My Cause. And uh, Mr. Todd Gurley, single-handedly won me the fourth and one league um my team was pretty good in that league but Gurley just made me the team of the week two times back to back in that league i was team of the week just so you guys know in, in bro league as well but he crushed it for anthony in bro league and myself in fourth and one so i made a 50 dollar donation to the shriner hospitals for children in the loser squad's name so that is uh, that is that is the good deed coming from this league just to just to support a really good cause. Um, a lot of the real NFL players they get a lot of shit from fantasy players. You know this is a way of showing that hey fantasy is, is a good thing. It, it, it's brought fifteen or so people together. Uh, we have this stupid podcast now that we're running. Um, so that is the good karma for all to, to offset. Not just I wouldn't I would have done it uh, regardless, but to offset the avalanche of shit talking that I am going to do to you guys. So, uh, Jake, is there anything else you would like before I uh, before I step out of the way and let this come through? Uh, I mean, you won fourteen thousand dollars between the two leagues, so fifty dollars <laughs> is kind of chump change, but you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, man, we got we all got bills. All right. <laughs> so. Without further ado, let's go ahead and just get into these goodbye letters, and then I got a couple bullet points that I need to get through. So my first one is going to be to Tyler. It's going to be a real quick, real short one. 
Dear Tyler, I'm just better than you. Mm. Pretty simple, right? Pretty straightforward. You think Tyler's like going to have one. to read through the lines? Yeah, that's that's a that's a good one. That's a good message. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to respond to Anthony's uh, deal, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get through Anthony's right now. Dear Anthony, not only did you start your season with shitting your pants, you ended your season with poop running down your legs as well. Forty points from Gurley and still the bridesmaid, huh? Hmm. Well, goodbye. Love, Kyle. That's, I mean, goddamn. <laughs> Took me a how while to Gurley come up put, with that how one. How does Gurley put up that many points and you still lose? Uh, you know what? Uh, this is just this live is, by the shark, die by the shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have a couple things on my mind as well. So um, let's just see. For anybody out there that uh, was wondering, oh, I would have beat him in the league. Uh, you wouldn't have. I was the highest scoring team every single week of the playoffs. So you can sit your ass back down. And if you didn't start your your, uh, your players, well, that's on you. Uh, let's see here. Jacob, what do you think I should get? A talk? Oh, wait. I, I, forgot, I forgot about this. Did you know that I'm a religious person? I didn't even know this till just a couple weeks ago. Uh, it wasn't until uh, I seen the light. I saw the Lord. He shined down upon me, Jake. Uh, oh, my God. And he is gracious. He is forgiven. And with his open hands, he has taken me in. My Lord and Savior, Mr. God Gurley himself. His name is God Gurley. And my goodness, Jake. I think the answer is pretty obvious, but should I get a God Gurley jersey or uh, in honor of who really uh, won me the Bro League, uh, should I get a, a Jake Elliott jersey? Both. <laughs> Just Probably. get a, the, the one of those half a, jerseys? I thought for sure that was a, a typo earlier when you sent me God. <laughs> no. I was like, what a fucking idiot. Can't even spell. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> I got a really good team name for you. Uh, Tyler gave you a couple good ones. Um Captain Brown Pants, that's hard to top. That's hard to uh, top. But uh, how about just uh, just keep this plain and simple? Fuck Jake Elliott. What do you think about that, yeah. Jake? Yep. Let's just go ahead and go yeah. with that one. Uh, so just like so, Anthony will appreciate this one. So Jake, I'm sure you you've had multiple dogs in your family before, right? You, but you can always mm -hmm. you, you love them. You love all the animals, right? They're y'all you know, are a big animal family, right? Anthony. Yep. He has multiple kids. You think he has a favorite? <laughs> Yeah, he does. 1,000%, oh, right? <laughs> uh, well, as you guys all know, Todd Gurley had multiple wives. And there was, you know, Anthony and I, we were always very cordial. We got along. You know, he bought us each the same handbag or whatever we wanted. Took us out to dinner. Spent enough time with each of us. But deep down, he had to have a favorite, you know? He did. And I always I kind of knew that it was me, but I just wasn't sure. And... Uh, Jesus. After this week, I guess I'm the favorite. So, bye, Felicia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. Uh, I already talked about the loser squad. Oh, so, I, and then this, Jake. Maybe you could help me out here. Uh, I think you've won both, which is cute because you only won them at one at a time. But, uh, you know, which league should I be more proud of? Bro league? I don't know. Because, like, like you guys said, I made all the trades. But, oh, wait, wait a minute. Let's go through one of the most controversial trades that you guys wanted to talk about. Uh, who was on, was Dalvin? Dalvin Cook was not on my team. Uh, Antonio uh, Brown was in that. Antonio trade. Brown wasn't on my team for either playoff. That's weird. 
Uh, I think there was like a, I forget who else it was, Golden Tate, but he wasn't on my team. So, I mean, that's funny. Um, I, I I guess I just don't really know what, what the big deal was with these trades was. It's just good team management at the end of the year. I mean, Anthony had all the chance in the world to go pick up Martavis Bryant or one of those other players that I did. And, and, and instead, he got the Chicago Bears defense, which ended up hurting him by three points over my Steelers defense pick. So I, I just, I don't know, Jake. What do you, what do you think there? Let's go, let's go live to you. I'm just uh, Google mapping like highest cliff nearby. <laughs> so I'm just trying uh, to see and how quickly I can end this. My last thing, Jake, is, you know, like, I, I feel like I'm at the top, I'm at the peak, you know, and I just... I'm going to really take some time this off season to really think about my future. You know, retirement's on the table. I just, I don't know what else is out there for me. You know, once you've, once you've seen it all, once you've gotten to that, like you were talking about the top of the peak and, you know, you've, you've claimed Mount Everest, what else is there? You know, I mean, it's just, I, nothing will ever be as satisfying, you know? You, you should quit. You should retire. <laughs> You should just walk away. Are those tears I'm seeing right now in your face? <laughs> Somebody else will run the league. It can't be that fucking hard. <laughs> Last thing. This is what I needed. You guys have always called me the Ruxin of the league, and I have fought against it. I've tried. But you know what? Screw it. The way Eric cheered. He said, I hope you lose both leagues. Um, this is what I needed. It, it was kind of like... Um, like what you need to go full Super Saiyan, like you got to kind of just find it or something like that. Like I'm going full Ruxin. I'm just gonna embrace it. I, I'm just this is this is it now. And you know what? Anybody who's angry about it, you know, I mean, maybe you should have won. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I'm checking my new insurance right now. I'm looking into hip replacements for myself. <laughs> I did want to say, I, oh, I did. Oh, that's right. Time off I did want to say thank you. Season. I did want to say thank you to a couple people before I sign off and we move into something that's <laughs> actually beneficial. Uh, thank you to God, Gurley, because you're the best running back of all time. Uh, I want to sh give a shout out to my doctor, Matthew Morey, for uh, such a great hip replacement. Without you, I wouldn't be able to run circles around these fools. And I just want to lastly say thank you to Anthony for being Anthony. I mean, I wouldn't be here literally without you. So uh, thank you. Keep it up, buddy. Eat those donuts. You're Homer Simpson, and don't ever forget it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my life right now a lot. I think I'm done. I think I, I think I got it all out there. I think that's Jesus, it. I hope so. Yeah, Good I think God. that's it. Yeah, I forgot. I couldn't believe I forgot the thank yous, but that actually ended up ended on a nice note. Ah, Jake, uh, anything else you want to add before we get into awards and a couple of other things that we have that uh, people are going to care about? No, let's please move on quickly. <laughs> all right. So as you guys know, we had a mid-season review where we talked about uh, players of the year so far at their specific position and the MVP and other stuff too. Well, we got like a consolidated version. We're not going to go through the whole ballot or anything like that because a lot of them are just frankly, it's obvious at this point. Um, so Jake, we didn't really talk about how you want to do this. You want to start with a couple of the, you want to start with like the bust and waiver and work our way up that way? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Work our way up to MVP. Yep. Yeah, well, we'll do that. Yeah. And uh, okay. So bust of the year. So this was a player that was highly drafted, not David Johnson, because David Johnson just got 
got injured, but somebody that was highly drafted, you, you were expecting to count on them. They were like your number one or your number, probably your number one at that position. So your number one wide receiver, your number one running back. We had some good conversation on this. Evans, Mike Evans came up, Des Bryant, Jay Ajayi. Uh, you made a, a game time decision on this player. Who was it? Uh, it's Jordy Nelson. Yep. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to say, well, it's not really his fault because you know, Aaron Rodgers got hurt and that's when things turned for him. But still, he went 11th in, or like 12th in, in 4th, mm-hmm. and then I think 13th in Bro, or that might be backwards. But Still way too high to be as poor as he was. Super high, and I think if you're going to be that high of a pick, you know, you should be able to withstand getting a shitty quarterback because DeAndre Hopkins was the number two wide receiver this year, and yeah, he didn't have yeah, any quarterback we'll at all. We'll get to him in a second, but, I mean, um, at, Devontae Adams was still reliable. Yeah. So he didn't yeah. score more than eight points since week seven. Yep. So the and last he was, he was Okay, to be fair, season, he was on a tear until – Rodgers went out. He was doing really good. I mean, he was like a top t- at least yeah. ten. I can't remember his number off the top of his head, but he would have been. He would. He wouldn't have hurt your your team. No, but he was also, you know, he was a touchdown dependent guy. Very, um, and he, he's kind of yeah. always been that way. Yeah, but he had. He's he had not six, a PPR six guy. Touchdowns, or, yeah, six touchdowns through the first five weeks, so it wasn't really didn't feel like it was sustainable right. at any point. Um, but for him to drop off as bad as yeah, he did, true. you know. Just waste that 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 can ruin your team. Right Let's there. jump into the opposite of a bus, and this is going to be a player that I don't think he was drafted Woo! in either league. Woo! Um, not. He was not. Uh, it, this person was picked up off of the waiver. We're going to call him, I guess, for lack of better uh, better terms, waiver wire hero. Uh, this was a person that was not drafted in either league. Uh, was picked up uh, in was really just, I mean, just one of the best additions in fantasy football this year. Who is it, Jake? Boy, Alvin Kamara. Super Camario. Super Camario. Um, dude, monster. Um, from week seven on, didn't have a single game where he scored less than five points, except for the one game when he was injured on the first drive and he already yeah, had six points five on that drive. Points so in he like was six minutes, yeah. He was on track for a huge game. Mm-hmm. Um just crazy consistent and I, I I mean I'd have to look it up, but might be like one of the most efficient fantasy performers we've ever seen. I was gonna These bring this up with he's you. got he's got he has a game where he has eleven touches and he scored thirty eight point eight yep. points. That's insane. He might be a red flag. I mean, obviously, we'll have to see what happens, where Mark Ingram ends up and stuff like that next year. But Kamara was just the one of the most efficient running back seasons of all time. With, just, with yep. every one of his touches, how far he took it, all that stuff. Um, he, it, he's, at, he's at risk of being overdrafted next year because he really sure. didn't get as many touches as a person or a player that puts up that many points. So, but regardless, you know, you know who else was doing that at, for a little while, which was Chris Thompson and nobody was upset with Chris Thompson. Although whenever, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it it's going to be interesting to see what happens 
you know, Ingram has that free agent op- option because he, he he made the All Pro team and stuff like that. So we'll we'll, we'll see uh, if Ingram leaves and it's just Kamara back there. Yeah, he's probably up there top five picks. So yeah, and I mean, you know, you're not wrong. He only had five games where he had double digit carries, mm-hmm. but he does so much in the passing game for them. And anytime he touches the ball, he's a threat right. to you know, bust a 50 yard touchdown. So, um, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't take him first round next season. Just, uh, I mean, cause oh, are, you giving, are you giving ass. me tips for end of first round, early second round? Uh, well, you should absolutely take advice from me because <laughs> clearly I had a great year. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, early second round is probably mm-hmm. where he'll end up going. Let's get into specific positions. So we had a bust of a wide receiver. We had a waiver wire hero running back. But let's get into the individual positions uh, and the players that stood out above all. Let's start with quarterback. Jake, who did we pick as our quarterback of the year? Russell to hustle. Muscle Wait. baby Wilson. How do you say it? Russell the, the hustle. Muscle hustle muscle baby, baby Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, something like that. It's been a while. Something like that. Yeah, um, he had an awesome season. I mean, just... Once, once, once they realized that they, there wasn't another running back on the team, uh, they really yeah. just <laughs> just like screw it, Russell. You run, you do, you do everything. <laughs> you do you, Russell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he had he had uh, some tough games early on in the season, um, but he's man, he's just been crazy good. He had like a from week seven to week fourteen scored like I don't know like 23 points or more every game. Yep. Um, that's awesome. He did have the bad first week of, in the playoffs, week 15. Which, yeah, his last two weeks weren't great. No, um, he didn't didn't help anybody out there. But he overall, I mean, like if you had him on your team, did did, did Russell in both our leagues make the playoffs? The people, the person with, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. While you're looking that up. I mean, it, it was just, even against J- that game against Jacksonville, I mean, it looked like he was in a bad game, and then he ended up with almost 30 points. And that, yeah. I think that was like week 13 or 14 at the end of the season. It just, you you couldn't sit him. And I know he might have killed no. some people against the Rams in that awful game. That was just a game from hell for the Rams. Everybody has that. Um, it, it, he was, he, he, he's going to be, he's going to go in the top three, four, five, QBs next year and deservedly so, and he's not going to hurt anybody next year. That O line's going to get better. They'll have a running back. Um, he's going to be a top QB for a couple years to come. Yeah. Let's move into another position that uh, that that is a little bit more specialized, but harder to stream. Uh, tight end. Who did we decide on for this for tight end of the year? Who did we decide on, or did we just give it a tie? Um. So I think we're we're going with. We decided to go with Gronk. We went with Gronk. Okay. I thought I thought so, and, Mo- I, and I think mostly that's the right because answer. of mostly because of the the fact that he had such a huge week in week one of the playoffs that he puts you in the finals. Would probably, anybody have him. guessed that week fifteen would be his best <laughs> week of the season? Was is that just a, a thing that happens, or like you know? You are like top three <laughs> most annoying people in the world for <laughs> sure. Somebody guessed that, huh? I don't care, dude. I'm happy to give you some money to throw on roulette. I can't wait. Gronk can't wait was awesome all year. Uh, missed one game because of injury, right? And one game because of a, a suspension. And right. still top three. 
I mean, Ertz, Ertz was really good too. The value, the, the, the thing with Ertz was his value. He was way better value than Gronk, but I think Gronk went in the late, I don't know where Gronk went and I don't know where Richard got him. I think either second or the third, but him going so Richard got him in the second, you got him in the third. Third, yeah. And you said at the very beginning of the year, you, you listened to uh, fantasy footballers, Andy Holloway said, anybody who got Gronk in the third round, congrats, you just won your championship, which I don't know why you're so surprised that we're having this podcast now, but you know, you already knew what was going to happen, but it was true. Uh, Gronk was such good value. Um, he, he finally put together, I mean, relatively speaking, a whole season that we've been expecting him to have. Like we've always said, if Gronk stays healthy, this is what he does. I mean, he gives you top, and he probably would have been the number one or what is he? Number three or something like that right now. Um, he's actually number two. He's behind uh, still. No, behind Travis Kelsey. Oh, Ertz, Kelsey. Ertz finished three because Ertz of is third. That's a couple right. injuries. Yeah, Ertz got the injury. And then a couple stinkers with Nick Foles. Yeah. So. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, Gronk gives you wide receiver production from a tight end yep. spot, which is, you know, it sets you up for success. If anybody wants to know why is Gronk so good, you all, just watch that last drive of the Patriots versus the Steelers, week 15. Yep. They threw to him, I think, four or five straight times in a row. The touchdown goes somewhere else, but the, you knew the two-point conversion they was going to go out, and he still get like they just did they nothing to throw just, to him. Yeah, they they came out and made an announcement before yeah. that drive and said we're throwing to Gronk every play, every play. You could put all eleven players on him. We're going to throw it to him, and yep. that's exactly what they did, and they marched right down the field. It, it was the Steelers four still won that game. 60, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> get the Steelers won that game. Uh, but yeah, well, Gronk road, road goes through Foxborough. Uh, yeah, and it was um, it, that's that's just all you need to know. I mean, that's why he's the best tight in the game. That's why he still goes. He'll go in the second round next year. Uh, he he'll be an early pick. Maybe maybe I'll I'll see what's what what what's cooking at the ten eleven turn. I got a lot, I got a lot to mull over there, but he'll go he'll go yeah. early next year for sure. You don't want him there. Wide receiver of the year. This one was look, we have to disqualify one person because we he he is the best wide receiver in the league, but this person helped everybody win their Yeah, too. easy pick. Who is it, Jake? DeAndre Hopkins, That's right. man. Monster. Monster. So he's 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 gonna finish right behind Antonio Brown. He's a point behind Antonio Brown right now. Neither one of them are playing this week. Yep. Um one point behind Antonio Brown? Yeah. Wow. Um, that's also with Antonio Brown didn't play last week, so that's yeah. You know, that take sense. that as it is, but Antonio would have been the number one wide receiver, but he wasn't the wide receiver of the year, though. No, not at all, because Hopkins went third round. Third round, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's another. I mean, that's like that. You know, just th- that value, value? pick. That's, he's he was most people's wide receiver too. So. You know, you could have had Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins if you'd been paying attention. Yep. Unfortunately, I was not. Um, huge season, man. And I'm so excited to see him next year, hopefully get a full season with Deshaun Watson. Because yep. when he actually has a quarterback, Deshaun Watson took over. He's 26.7, 27.2, 38.4, 20.6, 18, 17, 19. Just huge yep. weeks, game after game. Um, man, he's he's gonna he's gonna be a monster next season. Last one. This is running back of the year, but it's also our MVP. It's as <laughs> straightforward, easy as it comes. 
a lot of reasons why this why this guy is our MVP of the year. Jake, who is it? Todd Gurley. Todd God Gurley. Gurley. God Gurley. <laughs> Get his name right. Our Lord Sorry. and Savior. Our <laughs> sacrilege. Um, so he went in the third round also. Yep, both both leagues. Both and teams that had him made – I mean, like, think about that. He's going to be he, – he, exactly. That is just yeah. insane. He'll be that the stat that comes out from like uh, ESPN, Matt yeah, Barry, the, yeah, every year about like I'll, this is the player that was most. I've been owned looking on, for it. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, but yeah, he's going to be one of them. Yeah. Alvin Kamara is probably going to be one of them. I'm surprised Hopkins There's, wasn't there. Hopkins had a good. Hopkins finals, might be on. Yeah, one of them. Gronk. Uh, you think about this, dude. You could have had Antonio Brown, Todd Gurley, DeAndre Hopkins all on the same team. Yep. If you had just drafted right and trusted that those dudes were going to have good bounce back seasons, and Kamara um, at some point, I mean, like it's just Kelsey. Yeah. It's just. Could it, I mean, I mean just, we always do this. You're so like this. Is, okay, let's finish this up and then we'll get into that. So go okay, ahead. But yeah, so Gurley had one game in single digits, and that was against Seattle when their defense was still good, and that's just a tough division matchup. That's you know you, you never and know what's going to happen. They still hadn't really. Got, I mean, well, he, he was good. Like, he, he had hit, been in a groove. He had scored yeah. 37 and 36 the two uh, weeks before. Granted, yeah. one I'm of talking about the team Dallas. as a whole, though. They didn't hit their stride. Because, I mean, that was yeah. the game that he had like 40 points on. It was against San Fran, and they almost lost that game. I mean, as the Rams to be the contender that they are, to be like the third or fourth in favorites for uh, winning the Super Bowl, that didn't yeah. happen until the last six weeks. So they, right, they still right. hadn't even hit their full stride yet. So Yeah. Um, but we talked about this earlier in the year. I, I don't remember what week this podcast was, but it was probably close to halfway through the season. And Todd Gurley was a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah. On top of Crazy. being like the number two running back. Yeah. Um, I, whatever, whatever Sean McVay pumped into that offense, man, it's awesome. And he'll be, he's probably the number one yeah, pick. Yeah, he's the number season. one pick. I was talking to Tyler about that. I just, I don't know how you take anybody else over him right now. I mean, th- with all of the questions in Pittsburgh, how slow off, slow they got off to a start this year, and Ben might be leaving, yeah. Lev Bell might be leaving. Yeah. Uh, it's just. Um, Lev Bell might hold out. Yeah, he might know. hold out again. Yeah, because he's on a, he got, he got the uh, franchise tag. So, I don't yeah. know, man. That's uh, a, that, but he, he, de- he definitely deserves it. And, you know, Freaking two two seasons under this offense, like how could you not be more excited? I mean, Goff isn't even where he should be. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Goff is going to continue to get better under as he. I mean, he's taken this playbook. I mean, like we said, they weren't even good, like the best team the first six weeks. I mean, they were struggling yeah. with teams like San Fran, and we saw how bad San Fran was. They didn't have Jimmy G at that time, right? They saw Brian the Destroyer. So, <laughs> I mean, like it's just uh, Jimmy Jesus. Jimmy Jesus, yeah. <laughs> uh, Todd Gurley's disciple. Um. Anyways, man, let's. Uh, anything else you want to you want to say before we move on to that? Any awards to to I don't, we don't we don't have those right now, but any awards to teams you want to give out? Uh, I feel like we should give an award to Tyler's team for being sixth or seventh in scoring and still making the finals. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. He was he yeah. was supposed to be the Cinderella story, but Todd Gurley went and fucked that up for him. So <laughs> for sure. Uh, all right, well, let's get into something else that we want to talk about. And this was pointed out to me by uh, 
Uh, yeah, this is this is the one I want to get into. So Eric had pointed out. He goes, yeah. He said, "Blank, blank, blank" is the story. Was one of the funniest storylines for me to keep up with. And what he meant was that like there's different storylines in our podcast, and this was something you and I didn't even really try to do. Right? We just kind of mm-hmm. would record these. We'd start talking. We knew what we wanted to talk about, and various themes would come out uh, on the episode from week to week. And Eric was actually the one who pointed this out to me. And so I, I wrote down some of these, and I thought we'd go through these storylines of the year, pick our favorites, talk about them a little bit. We don't have to go through them all. I could just read through them, and you know, we can if we want to dive into them, we can. But uh, uh, let's just let's can do we, this. Can but, we start with the storyline of me grabbing another beer and taking a piss? Let's start there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. All right. Now that we got that storyline out of the way, let's get into a couple of the other ones. So what we're going to do, just thought of this off the top of my head, Jake. You let me know if you're okay with this. Let's run through all the storylines of the year that we came up with, and then we'll get into both of our favorites since we both had the favorite, our favorite storyline of the year was the same one. Okay. Yep. All right. So our first one, which was the one that Eric actually pointed out. He said, uh, Tyler's overconfidence is one of my favorite storylines to keep up with. And it really was. I mean, he kind of knew that his team was pretty terrible. Uh, I guess not terrible, but just overachieving is a really, is a, I guess, politically correct way to say that. Um, and yet there he was, uh, as confident as anybody. He never once tried to reverse jinx or anything like that. Um, yeah. That was a that, that was a fun storyline to keep up with throughout the year. That was. Do you remember like, it was it was a regular season, obviously because I didn't make playoffs in fourth. But he um, he was down like eighty points to me with like two players to go, and he was like, still thought he was gonna win. He was like, I'm coming back, man. Don't like, you know, don't count this as a victory yet. But so after uh, after I made the comment about Tyler having a being the first round by, yeah, he in didn't playoffs. Like he did not like it. Whatever. So he sends he me a text. He was a second round by, though. He was a second round by, yeah. Um, should have been a first round by, but he didn't play a real team either. Todd. Um, <laughs> That's your brother now. So he sent, he texts me and he said, first week by, huh? And then sends me a gif of the characters from It's Always Sunny dancing. <laughs> and, and then said... Haven't even begun to peak yet. Dennis. <laughs> which is just one of my favorite things from Dennis. Yeah. Um, so he he really was, man. He was overconfident all season. And it all was season. it was fun. I mean, even was a at lot the of beginning of the season, he texted me that he James White. He went to the White, finals, too. So it's like, damn. Like, he, he was that, overconfident. He said that up. James White was the uh, steal of the draft, which was not true at all. Um, False. Very false. He 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 had he just had a lot. Like he he reached on Brady, and Brady was good, right? I mean, Brady was still how many good, but how many Patriots running backs did he draft? All like of them, four, four or five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had Gillisley. I think he had Burkhead and he James. Gillisley, Burkhead, and James I White. Had, Deion uh, Lewis was the only yeah, one. Yeah, and that take. was the only one who actually ended up in the playoffs, at least being relevant. So yeah, yeah. Tyler's overconfidence was was a good storyline. It was Jake. It was you'll fun. love this one. This is the next one on my on my list. Uh, you missing the playoffs in fourth. It was something that we kind of hinted at at the uh, mid year review when we talked about you. Uh, when we talked about the highest scoring team in both league misses. Well, you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Well, I was also the highest scoring team in bro, and <laughs> I mean that worked out. But uh, 
<laughs> I cannot wait. Nah. We haven't. We've just. I haven't. I'm just beginning to peak. You haven't Jake. even begun. <laughs> I haven't even peaked yet. <laughs> you guys are fucked. Loser squad. Mount up, uh, Jake. You missing the playoffs was a fun uh, storyline. Not in the sense that we wanted to see you suffer, but it was just kind of like something that like we all like. We just kind of saw coming. We all. I don't know. I don't know who like was like shocked that you didn't make playoffs. Uh. Well, yeah. Um, not not in the sense that your team was bad either, no. right? It was just oh, that like it was your season. It, you you were having the season from hell. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of uh, two of my first four weeks. I didn't break a hundred. Yeah. So kind of didn't help myself there. But then down the stretch, I had yeah a bunch of games where I put up enough points to win. I just got beat because the team that I was playing against mm-hmm. went off. So I have four of the top eight overall scores on my team. Uh, and I have a top five player at every position and two top five running backs and two top five wide receivers. You know, you had all of playoffs. that on a, the team you went undefeated with was basically a very similar team. It just didn't yeah. line up for you this year. It really did. You yeah. had an awesome draft, but it just, it has to line up to you. You can't just have the players like those players have to go out like Tyreek Hill, right? He was the, quintessential like stand like for those that know standard deviation you have your average and then how much you mm-hmm. will perform above your average versus below and he had a huge standard deviation like he was always above or below his standard he was never right in the middle and that's right. just yeah so players like that they're awesome to have on your team but this is what you deal with this is what happens and we, we talked about that anything else on that one uh no i'm just you know gonna curse the gods for a year and well god better next year God Gurley is not on not your God side. Gurley, of course. <laughs> Never do that. Anthony Rodriguez being the Obi-Wan Kenobi in Bro League, I thought was a fun storyline. It didn't come up to the very end. That's why this wasn't our favorite. But uh, everybody was cheering for him in that league, uh, especially my loser squad, Mount Up. Um, everybody was cheering for Anthony at the very end to, to, to stop me from winning both leagues. I thought that became an interesting storyline. One, because it, it didn't work out. But two, like how close Anthony finally got. I, I did the math. He has a combined between all of his years in fourth and one, all of his years in Bro League. I think it's 14 or 15 years in fantasy. Still hasn't won. Urban called him Homer Simpson this year. E- deep down, even I was texting Eric. I was like, you know, if it had to be anybody that stopped me from winning both, I would I would pick Anthony. Um, it didn't work out. No, and poor guy, you know, he's he's got nothing going for him in life, you know, yeah. dead end job, yep. uh, messed up home life, yep. you know, and you just, you took one away the one. One of his kids is already doing crack. Yeah, both probably, and you took away the one good thing that he had. Uh, you should feel, you should feel pretty terrible about I that. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Uh, another one that came up with, and we have two instances in particular where where this really shined, but it was just the amount of reverse jinxing this year. We, yeah, it really we, took off. Peak reverse jinx this year. So I had just it the reverse jinx. Quickly. The two I thought that were the most interesting were uh, Irvin in Bro League and Eric in 4th and 1. Yeah, I think sorry, we, Eric. Yeah, and Irvin. Everybody was on Irvin's team. Irvin really should have had a better, and we'll get to him in just a second. Uh, this podcast is going to run a little bit long. Sorry about that, guys. But I'm going to compare all your teams to real NFL teams. Irvin, you'll, I got a really good one for you. But 
the reverse jinxing was funny this year. Like we, like we mentioned, Tyler never once ventured into the reverse jinxing. Maybe he'll try that next year. But uh, we picked Irvin as our winner in Broly. We picked Eric as our winner in fourth and one. Uh, they both ended up missing playoffs. That was the <laughs> ultimate reverse jinx. Uh, so Whoops. sorry about that. Yeah, not that sorry. Fuck both you teams. Anything else on that on the reverse jinx? Uh, nah. Eric's team kind of sucked down the stretch, it and did. Uh, Irvin's team came back decent towards the end. But it, yep. yeah, it was just kind of just kind of a weird second half of the season for them. Israel making playoffs is our one of Good our storylines. That is just <laughs> insane. Like we were talking about it, uh, about how that the league is better whenever he's interesting and, 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 and involved. We called him Jar Jar Binks of the league at one point. He'll probably end up being in tenth place. I, I so I, I as you know, I I, sh- I polished up the golden plunger for Dobrats, who is still somehow uh, not picked it up. I'm surprised. Weird. That. I know, uh, but I was looking through, and Israel's on that I think three times. So uh, <laughs> I know, <laughs> just didn't say. But him making playoffs is is a good. It's a good story. That's a. It's a. It's a feel good story of the season. Makes people believe in themselves. Like, man, if Israel can do it, so can I. And everybody stays involved, and <laughs> so it's true, though. It's I good. Mean, yeah, it keeps, uh, it keeps and, everybody coming back, and especially like when you're one game out at the very last game, right? And like you're going up, like you're you for all in, intents and purposes, like had a juggernaut team. For a team like Israel is to like be like, hey, I can still make this, and like I just need this to happen and that to happen, and all of that to work out. That's yeah. a good thing, yeah. It seemed to do a couple things that happened, and it all worked out. It all ended week. up that way. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna skip this next one, and I'm just gonna go. I, I, I'm gonna bring it up right before we get to our favorite. But uh, trades. I thought that was a fun storyline. Uh, everybody was upset trade about of, trade rapes. Is what you meant? No, to say, right? I just have trades ex- excited. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the trades, uh, that ended up def- really deciding the season, um, and really making some other teams still relevant. I mean, at one point, Eric had no running backs on his team. He trades for Kenyon Drake, who ended up being really good down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, he gave up Julio, but it, that, that trade didn't end up costing him. It made his team ultimately better. His team just, I mean, it was, it ended up being Zeke, but, um. Yeah. And then yeah. add on trades. There was. I feel like I didn't there think were that was, a lot that of, wasn't that wasn't the biggest straight that wasn't the biggest storyline. Well, uh, the trade rapes was a bigger storyline. Okay, line. yeah. Well, those as we've already mentioned, they didn't end up deciding the uh, the the finals. Anyhow, it was Jake Elliott eh. and the fact that he forgot how to kick. Uh, this was our last one, so we have two more after this one, which were uh, ver- pretty close. Uh, Markage, terrible season, still almost making the playoffs. Not much to say on this one other than pretty much what it is. Markage had a terrible team all season long. We came up with the market forgot to set a lineup a couple weeks and still won. And still was like a few points from Casares beating Israel away mm-hmm. to going to the finals. It's insane. And probably would have forgot to set his lineup. Which player do you think he's going to forget he's ever heard of next year? Um, oh, for sure he's asking questions about Todd Gurley. Absolutely, right? He's like, you guys heard of this Todd Gurley guy? And what I'm going to say, who? And then he's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I meant God, Gurley." And I'll be like, "Oh, I've heard of him there one time. He go. he may or may yeah. not have won me a couple championships." Jesus. So, let's get into a very, very, very close second storyline. This one came on strong at the end. 
Bottom uh, of the barrel for me. It wasn't a season-long one because, you know, at the very beginning of the season, you know, it's just a pipe dream to win both leagues. But as we got closer and closer and the seeding started setting, setting itself in place and the roots began to sprout, winning both leagues became a reality. And I remember seeing various text messages between you and Anthony and a couple other people and... Whenever that became like, holy shit, like Kyle's in both playoffs, he's the number one seed in both, wow, this is like a real thing. And then I won both first round, and then it was like, god damn it, like this is really going to happen. And then for like a split second there, it looked like Jake Elliott, uh, not the Lord and Savior, the Antichrist, in fact, was going to save everybody from this now glory that you all are living through. Um... Todd Gurley comes through. What else happened? He, he shines his light down on me, and he says, Kyle, accept me, and forever you will uh, live in eternity, and I, and I did. Uh, winning both leagues was a pretty uh, fun storyline. What do you think about that, Jake? I'm just glad that I uh, got a little quick nap in, and I can finish <laughs> up the podcast strong now. No, seriously, though. Uh, any Anything else before we get into our number one storyline of the year? Uh, dude, winning both leagues is... It's impressive. No one's done it. You got fucking lucky in a lot of ways, but that's fantasy football. Uh, you we'll trade say, rape the yeah, shit out of the, people, and you you did have a good draft in fourth. I will say the um, only, the the one trade that it went underrated under everybody's radar because I made it when none of those players were doing very well. This is the only thing I'll, this is the only thing I can see because nobody talks about it. Yeah, I'm the only one who like really like was like I'm telling you guys this was the trade was the Lashawn McCoy trade. That was the trade yep. that made all the difference because he was game. the only dude who showed up. Like Antonio Brown got hurt. I lost Dalvin Cook. Right, I bid forty dollars on Jared McKinnon. Jared McKinnon was pretty good, um, but like losing Cook, I was like, oh well, there goes that whole trade. Like it doesn't even matter. But Brown was so good, and then you lose him. What the week first week of the playoffs? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's a big deal. I mean, that is like I really yeah. sh- it shouldn't have even been as close as it was. But if you have him, um, the Julio trade was actually pretty even. Really, if you go back and you look at that one, I mean, you get Julio Jones, but Julio w- really wasn't that good. He had the one game against Tampa, and that was it. Yeah. Um, it was the Lashawn McCoy trade, and and you know who called it was Brian. Brian did text me before this before the playoff started. He said McCoy goes off and you win, you're welcome, and he was absolutely right. And I I kind of deep down knew it too because my other running back was. And granted, C.J. Anderson did have good playoffs, but I wouldn't have been in the playoffs without McCoy. Uh, the the yeah, Lashawn well, McCoy trade was the trade that made the difference. Brian, you dumbass, don't trade away good players for shit ones. <sighs> well, at the time, I told you also I did sell high, dude. Anderson it's, was a top ten running can, back. You can, McCoy, you can spin this any way you want. McCoy Everybody wasn't knows even top ten at that time. Anderson for McCoy is a stupid trade. Well, it was also prior to. That would be like doing <laughs> Robbie Anderson for like Julio or like a legit good wide receiver, and be like, "Well, look what he did the last three weeks. He scored three touchdowns the last three weeks." And somebody being like, oh, yeah, I'll give you Antonio Brown. McCoy had been really bad. I mean, I know you're looking up stats, stuff like that. McCoy had been pretty slow out the gate. I'm not looking at stats because I, I, I smashed my iPad earlier. The storyline so of the year, though, this one, even I can. my I am all kinds of full of just uh, look at me right now. But even I can set that down for a, a second to say that the storyline of the year is. The first to worst, Mr. 
Let's call him by Dobrats. I think that's how he goes by. Dobrats. Michael B. Anthony Dobrats. That's him. Michael B. Anthony Dobrats. Going Uh, from back to back. Hang on. Let's just play it one more time. Yes. Did you beat the two-time back-to-back champ? The whole league did. He got everybody did worse. I don't care if you lost to him. Everybody, take a round of applause right now because you all deserve it. Uh, going from first to worst at the winning two times in the that three was just, win. That, that was a thing that we started. I don't remember. Did we start this podcast? We started like two or three weeks in. I can't remember. But that was the only thing that we agreed on. Like this has to be a running joke. Like, did you beat Dobrats? Because everybody has to beat him and. Other than like two or three people, everybody beat him. It was just, uh, it was, it was great. That was, a, that was a fun thing to keep up with. Uh, we may never get that. I guess next year it'll be me. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm, praying, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. For a and performance. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go ahead. Jesus, let it happen again. Uh, um, Dobrats, yeah, yeah. Dobrats had a a point differential of minus sixteen point five. That yeah, that's a whole player. Bad. Yeah, that's that's a whole that's a that's a whole star yeah. player. That's not even just a flex he, player. He didn't start in RB one all season, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Bad year. And he didn't have that bad of a team either. I mean, he saw he had a decent yeah. team. He just got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Well, Alex Collins, Orleans Darkwall, is starting running backs right now. Oh, C.J. Anderson. Oh, dude, that guy's so good. That guy's the truth. <laughs> no, ass. beating him and just keeping up with that, like, nobody wanted to lose to him. People legitimately felt bad when they lost to him. They would come on the podcast and apologize, like, sorry, sorry, everybody, I, I lost to him. I know yeah. Broad League doesn't get to participate, and I, I wanted a story league that, inca- that captured everything. So there was, it really wasn't, like, a single player. I mean, Todd Gurley, sort of. But that didn't capture the whole league. What captured one thing throughout every single episode was beating Dobrats. And I know Dobrats is the brunt of a lot of jokes. He's been a really good spirit. He sent me a congratulations text. Uh, he, 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 he set a lineup every single time. He did not want the golden plunger. He did not want his name on there. It's in prime real estate. Uh, for those that, uh, everybody will know by now, I'm going to send out a text with all, with pictures. I wish I had both trophies to send to you guys. I don't have those yet. So I'll send them out to you guys later. But I got, I got both losers text to send out. Uh, he was a good, he, 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 he was a good competitor about it the whole, the whole way through. So, uh, Dobrats, thanks for, um, being a good sport about it. Uh, having said that, uh, I'm glad you lost and, uh, glad you lost and we're going to have, uh, some treats for you at the draft. <laughs> That's right. Jake, let's, uh, I don't have anything else. Is there, I, I'm gonna, you, you don't even really understand or know what these are yet. I haven't run them by yet, but we have one more thing before, but is there anything else that you want to say on, uh, storylines of the year? Nope. Let's do this. So what uh, I'm gonna there do, is go there is one storyline that you have to pee again. <laughs> okay, so last storyline is uh, Jake having to pee in the middle of every podcast, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go into that right. And now. that's it. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs> now that we got that storyline out of the way. Let's go ahead and compare. What I'm going to do is I'm going to compare everybody's team to a real NFL team based on that real NFL's team, more or less their broad general storyline um, of the season. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to start in Bro League, and I saved the the I think I saved I saved the loser squad for fourth and one. 
but it kind of it, it captures everything as a whole. So loser squad, don't worry. I, I didn't skip you guys. You got you are gonna get your due because y'all the real MVP. So I'm gonna start with Brian. I don't think there's I think everybody could guess this one. Cleveland. He's the Cleveland Browns this year. He was so bad. What do you yeah, think about that? He was that? not good. What do he have? Two wins. So I mean, he he he's, outperformed. He's Cleveland, a little better than the Browns, but but not, not by really much. though. I mean, he was so. I mean, really bad. If like every time you played his team, you just you're like, yeah, that's a that's a bye week. Yeah. Uh, and then and then the worst of it was when he he made the excuse about like having a life. And, I like, can't. Yeah, it. Anthony's like, in the finals. Yeah, Anthony's in the finals. Like Anthony has two kids okay, too. Like yeah. I mean, like yeah, the the whole yeah. Okay, yeah, that that yeah, works. I just. I have, I have hobbies. And I think I he was upset that he was okay. that he was never invited. I mean, everybody hasn't. First of all, everybody has an open invitation to this uh, to this podcast. But um, we wanted him and Todd to do it together. Yeah, in fact, yeah, we wanted the the buyer post. All right, anything else on Brian? Nope. Okay, I thought this thanks one for, was. Uh, thanks for feeding me Christmas Eve, Brian. Sorry, talking shit about your team right now. So next one was Henry. And I thought this was pretty fitting for Henry. I had him as the Raiders. They should have been a lot better. They they had a chance in 2016. I think Henry had a chance in 2016. Then they just completely blew it this year. Um, really should have been better. I mean, he knows he knows how to draft, and he and he didn't. He didn't draft a very good team. Uh, he didn't make very good start sit decisions. I thought Henry was this year's Oakland Raiders. What do you think about that? I think that's yeah, that's good. I I, I thought the Raiders would be a lot better. Henry's Henry's still just he's too loyal to like his guys, you know. He's too loyal to and those the guys Steelers really players. Aren't really good anymore. They're not. They're not good. They are not good. <laughs> anything else on Henry's team or Henry's season or anything like that? Nah, man. Like you said, we had high hopes for him at the beginning. Yeah. Um, he just kind of fell flat on his face. Anthony Garcia. This was a tough one. Because I did fourth and one first, so then I, I kind of limited myself on teams. I tried to choose all different NFL teams, but I, th- I still think it's a good one. I think it was the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I never believed in his team, but I couldn't count him out either. You know what I mean? Like he, he yeah. was kind of right there. I was like, ah, they're they're not gonna make playoffs, but mathematically, I can't eliminate you. And it's like <laughs> if you just do one right thing, like you'll be okay. But he couldn't. So, um, what do you think about that? Um. Yeah, I mean, we we thought his running backs were going to take him, mm-hmm. take him to the playoffs, and uh, thought the thought the Cardinals running backs would take them to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when when they got uh, Adrian Peterson and he scored like thirty points that first week, it was like, oh man, yep. it's happening. But yeah, they're pretty similar. This was a fun one for me. So Diego, yes, <laughs> a lot of a lot of That's one I've been of, waiting for. A lot of possibilities with this one. I hope I, I hope I got this one right. I don't want to mess these up because I did these all on my own. Uh, but I had him as the Buffalo Bills. So okay. as a playoff team, right there on the cusp. But if you think about what the Bills did prior to him during the season, they traded away all their best players. Yeah. And you did that thinking they were going to tank, but they didn't. They kept trying to win. And like Diego was like, what's the best player I can get rid of and still win with? And that's what the Bills basically did. They got rid of, I think Darby is the defensive player, but they got rid of mm-hmm. Watkins. I'm surprised they didn't get rid of McCoy at some point during the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Diego was offering me Melvin Gordon for a high five, like early on in the season. For some <laughs> for some reason, I, 
I don't know why he wanted to trade everybody. He he fell in love with trades this year, and you know he's going to have himself a, a really good draft pick now. So. so Irvin is the next one on this list before we move into uh, fourth and one, and we get into some of the uh, other players and then the loser squad. But Irvin, I had him down as Seattle just because of potential. Like, I feel like that team is always right there, right? And they were, they're still, Seattle may very well make playoffs, but I'm not sure that they deserve to. But we had, we had, we had Seattle as a title contender on all of our preseason bets. Uh, we, we took mm-hmm. Irvin halfway through the season. They just look so good. Now they're going to fall apart because of different reasons, but I, I thought Irvin's was just like full of so much potential. We couldn't stop ourselves from taking him, even though we probably knew better. But, uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think there were there were signs that Irvin was kind of falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we like you said, we stuck with him. We just kept saying he's going to turn around, he's going to come back. I mean, he's got a good team. Yep. And I'm looking at his roster right now, but just didn't didn't work out for him. Hopefully, it works out for Seattle. I am going to get into a couple of teams in the fourth and one league that I skipped in Broly because I took. The whole, you're, you're both fourth and one and bro league into consideration. So, but anything else on those teams or bro league in general, Jake, that you want to, you want to mention? Uh, no. Cool. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about fourth and one. I can compare Dobrats to the Giants. Very, very high expectations with the poorest of poor results players that were actually pretty good i mean he had talent on that team he at one point he had cmc he has jimmy graham he had he had some good players uh it just it never came together for him i mean it was just like such high expectations you won back-to-back championships and you ended up last i mean that is just it's insane yeah injuries played a role for him too yep. mm-hmm. kind of like the giants did um man and I, I I couldn't be happier about either situation. I wanted exactly. Dobrest to be last, and I hate the Giants, so good. I compared Richard to the Cowboys. One, because he has Zeke on his team, and it just kind of fit, but he just underperformed. They started out just okay. Uh, Richard, at one point, was the number one, one, number one power ranking. But he never, we kind of always knew, we were like, eh, I don't really like his team, but I mean, I guess he's winning. I think we even said that when yeah, he was the number one, like, yeah. I don't really like his team, but he yeah. keeps winning games. Yeah, like, and we never, I personally, as a Cowboys fan, was never like, this is a good Cowboys team. Like, it, it really wasn't. And then you lose yeah. Zeke, he lost Zeke, his team just falls apart, completely underperforms. Uh, Richard is the Dallas Cowboys of this season. Yep, uh, Richard and the Dallas Cowboys are both going 500 this season. Yep. And, uh, you know, the clapper. Yeah, let's clap this one out. (laughs) (laughs) I had Markage as, did I have him as the Bears? I think I had him as the Bears. Uh, Mostly because he likes the Bears, but, like, he, like, gave up on them. And, like, he had, like, he sort of had hope, but not really. Like, there was nothing, nothing happened on this team where you were just like, yeah, that was awesome, or yeah, that was terrible. Like, it was always so meaty, like, not even mediocre. Like, it wasn't, but it wasn't, I don't know. I couldn't think of any way to describe his team as other than just, like, I don't like it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. And he had, he was kind of like the Bears, where the Bears had some games where it was like, oh, damn, like, they, 
performed much better than they should have, and then yep. other weeks where they scored three points and Markic scored seventy eight points, and that's just, right. Yeah, it fits. I mean the the uh, the Bears beat some like teams that they shouldn't have. Then they beat the Steelers. Then they like, beat yeah they beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers. The Steelers yeah, so they like they had they, they had win. Yeah, so Markic is the Bears. Um, so I'm gonna jump to Israel because I want my loser squad to stay together because y'all are a pact. Like you guys just travel together, like y'all are together forever. So I'm gonna skip to Israel, even though Israel finished ahead of a couple of the loser squad, but the loser squad also had a good representing over in Bro League. So Israel, I had him as the Vikings. And the reason why was because they, they were just a really good story. They had to overcome, uh, they had the Bradford injury, then Keenum comes in, he just steps up. He takes them. They're just a good overall story. They're the only team that had that I know that has as good of a chance as they have to play to host the Super Bowl in their home city. I think that's an awesome story. Israel's always a good story when he's in that. I mean, we talk about him like he's a Make a Wish Foundation guy, but I mean, like seriously, like <laughs> Israel uh, in the playoffs is just a good story. And I thought the Vikings were one of the best stories this year. Yeah, and I think that's uh, it's good because you know. We counted the Vikings out. Yep. And we always count Israel out every year. We just say he's going to draft a terrible team. He's going to take six <laughs> quarterbacks. True. And he's going to be eliminated by week six. And every once in a while, he just he sneaks his way in there. So. All right. We have one other person that's not in the loser squad. That was Tyler. I have Tyler as the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why wasn't are- Tyler in the loser squad? Because he didn't lose in both leagues. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you had to lose to me in both. Like, no, you guys had every opportunity to stop me. I, I, we can, I can replay that clip of when I defined mm. lose squad if you'd like me to. No, I'm okay. Okay. So, Tyler, yeah, take a big sip of beer there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tyler is Jacksonville Jaguars because I feel like the Jaguars are sort of overperforming. Like, I don't believe in the Jaguars. I don't. I never believed in Tyler's team. We really didn't. I don't even think Tyler secretly deep down believed in his own team. He has to have known being seventh or eighth in scoring, whatever the hell he was. It's like when your team is being led by a guy named Bad Boy Blake Bortles, like you just don't like that's not good. That's not what you want. Yeah, Tyler's team. Not is that he Blake had. I'm Bortles. not saying he had Bortles, but I'm just saying like that's what it feels. No, yeah, like. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's Tyler is Blake Bortles. Like he mm-hmm. he closes his eyes, he lobs up a pass and hopes that somebody runs under it. Every once in a while, it happens, yep. and that's what Tyler did with his lineups all season. And I mean, made, he made it to the finals. Worked out for him. Anything else on Tyler's? Tyler, I'm still better than you. <laughs> loser squad, mount up. All right, let's get into the loser squad. So I'm going to start off with Anthony. I thought that Anthony, and I didn't go hard on you guys. I, I try to be objective with these. So Anthony is the Chiefs. I thought he was good and bad because he was good in one league, bad in the other. Not all of you were good in one league, bad in the other. But there was like a six-week stretch. Um, I, I feel like like the six-week stretch where the Chiefs weren't really that good. Like Anthony experienced that in both leagues where like he was like, eh, I don't know. And then like he ends up sneaking in. You kind of knew that he probably wasn't going to win at all. I feel like the Chiefs probably aren't going to win at all, but they're still like I can't count them out. Like we couldn't count Anthony out, but like it, it's just they're going to do very Anthony things. They're going to do very Chiefs things. What do you think? You didn't mean to do this, I know for sure, but this is the most perfect analogy so far because <laughs> I was rooting for Anthony 
like his team was my team. I <laughs> I, I wanted him to win so bad. I know you and did. I'm rooting for the Chiefs so bad to win the Super Bowl because I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but last season when the, the rumors were that Tony Romo might end up with the oh, Chiefs, yeah. I put like $50 on them to win the Super Bowl. Oh, so you have that like, running still. I have that running. And then I got drunk a couple weeks later and forgot that I had So done you threw that. another $50? And I threw more money on them. Oh, my. So, so how much money do you have on the Chiefs? A lot. Uh, I mean, not a ton. That but like, if they so win, bad. I'll You're win, fucked. Like, I'll probably win, you know, a couple thousand dollars, and then we'll have a lot of fun in Vegas. Anthony is the Chiefs. Um, that, and it will probably yeah. end in a similar fashion, similar fashion where I'm just rooting my heart out and they just go down in a blaze of glory and then I cry. Next member so. of the loser squad, uh, I, I have Eric here. I called Eric, I don't know if this is the right one, but the Falcons, um, he wasn't, I don't think he was in contention last year. I think he did had, had a good season last year, I can't remember. But he was right on the cusp in both leagues, um, but he never quite got it together. I feel like that's what the Falcons are doing. Like they're right there. You've seen what what their offense could look like under Sarkeesian, but they just don't have it together. Like they're just like I, like I told you, I'm taking the Panthers. I think the Panthers want to stomp the Falcons. Uh, I don't think that they have it together this season. Um, I'm uh, I think Eric was the Falcons this year. Yeah, I yep. think that's I think that's a good one. Anything else? Eric was a tough one. Yeah, his team was tough. I mean, he's like you say, he's right there and. Kind of like right there at the edge in both leagues, and Before we had him. In, we had him going to the finals yeah, in fourth. So exactly high expectations. A lot of people were high on him. Oh, I love this one. Absolutely love this one. So before I get to my captain of the uh, loser squad, uh, Todd, he is the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> oh, that's gotta hurt for him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait. Okay, so we knew he was going to be good. Like we we liked his team at the beginning of the year. We like I I like the Eagles and I, I expect them to be pretty good, um, but he was the kind of running through it and then he just fell apart at the very very end. I mean he was like he he had that win when he beat everybody that needed to beat. He beat you. He beat me. I think he beat Tyler. I mean he beat he had all the tiebreakers. He ended up tied for second or he, he might have had the second seat. I, I don't remember how that how that tiebreaker worked, but and then yeah, he just he, fell he apart at the very very end. I don't even think he ended up with with third place. So uh, Todd is the Philadelphia Eagles falling apart at the very, very end after a great season. Yeah, that's, that's spot on. Yeah. He was the two seed going in. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up as the four seed. So just lost it at the end there. Captain, captain of the loser squad. Can you hear me? Uh, no, no, <laughs> Jake, who am I? And, and you know, I think you already know who you are, but you are the Los Angeles Chargers. You got off oh. to some terrible first first few games. I think you went 0-2. You lost some bad games that you shouldn't have lost, just like the Chargers who started 0-4. And if they had a kicker, if they had a kicker, they probably already have their division locked up. They need a kicker. Um, there's so much potential. In fact, you're still the scariest team before the playoffs. Like you, you do on paper. You have the scariest team, but you just have so many bad losses. You do Chargers things. You do Jake Tal things. I mean, there's no better personification of loser squad than that team. 
Jake, what do you think about you being the Los Angeles Chargers? Uh, uh, it's it's good. Let me <laughs> give you this fun stat. Let me give you this Let's fun stat. Let's hear it. So Captain, I was first. Mount in, up. I was first in scoring in fourth and one with one thousand eight hundred and eighty nine points. That's a lot. That's in the regular season. Yeah. That is the most in both leagues. It is. Okay. Second place in scoring was me. And about 140 behind. Actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the with a really fun step. Let me just look and see if anybody scored that much. In Bro League, I scored 1,800. Bro, I scored 1,800. Oh, that's yeah. That's cute. Good job. Um, no, it's really cute. Second place in fourth and one. The selfie I'm gonna no, send you up. behind both trophies. Go ahead. Uh, second place in scoring in fourth and one. Yeah. Was teams against me. Points allowed against me. 780. Or, Dude, sorry, I'm, I'm 1,782 points. <laughs> you, were, you were second place and you were over 100 points ahead of third place. But teams against me outscored you by 50 points. Jake, if you want to. Bullshit. You know, losing to me in the playoffs, not making playoffs, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's just, it's just so stupid. This, this is, this is one of those years. So I have a couple of big regrets in fantasy football. Uh, one of them was two years ago when I was in the finals in both, both and lost to Dobrats. Damn it. And that would have been, that would have been you, the did first you lose back to back in both? and forth. No, I won that year. I you won, won that in year in bro, right? uh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then I lost the next year to Todd. But that would have been the first back-to-back and forth, and it would have been the first two-time champion. Now I don't have either of those, and I can't have either of those. So, Who has them, by the way? You know, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I, I blacked out, and uh, I, I, I just, I'm, I'll wake up in August whenever we have the draft. There's only one team I'm going to do a mock draft after this. I'm not even kidding. Do you? There's only one team left. Do you want to uh, take a guess? Is it you? And if you call yourself the Patriots, I swear to God, <laughs> I have myself down as the Patriots. <laughs> you get the fuck out of here! Here's why. Horrible, like the last, last five seasons. That's okay. This isn't. This is. This is about this season. Oh. This isn't about the past. We're starting to get bad connection on, on all of this, so sorry. It's perfect timing for all this. But here's why. Here's why at the beginning of this season, why it is. I know that in the past I haven't been the Patriots. I'm not calling myself the Patriots of both leagues, but just this season why I'm the Patriots. The hate. Oh, my God. Like, the amount of people cheering against me was insane. Like, not me, but just not to win both, which was because Todd wasn't. Like, he just didn't want me to win both. That was one thing. When you win everything, I mean, yeah, you kind of are the Patriots. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, you won fucking everything. Uh, the one seed, right? That's just, like, reserved for the Patriots, right? It's kind of reserved for me right now. Uh, highest scoring in the playoffs. I mean, you turned it on when it really mattered. I mean, like, the Patriots show up every single playoff game, and that's what I did. Jake, uh, why am I wrong? Let what, me tell you why what, you're right. What better actually. team? Let me tell you why you are the Patriots. <laughs> and and you know what? I, I, I was wrong. You are the Patriots. Thank you. Uh, Try telling you. scandals here. Full Ruxin. Uh, trade, trade rape gate. 
Deflategate and Spygate. Oh, really good. All yep. go hand in mm-hmm. hand. Yeah, that's you. You're the Pats. Cheating ass Pats. Cheating that's what you got. Pats. I I made I made good trades and that's coming in strong. Oh, so you made good trades, just like Bill Cosby used good pickup lines. Gotcha. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> and on that note, on that note, let's wrap this up. So, uh, okay, uh, I, I don't really know where to end this because this will be our last. This is our last fantasy one until we'll 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 think of some preseason stuff to do next year, and then maybe maybe we'll make this bigger. We'll we'll start our own like big fantasy football podcast. But uh, what are you looking forward to? Let's do this. Let's do a couple of things. Let's do the playoffs, the actual real playoffs. Maybe who you're cheering for. What are you looking forward to? And then let's do uh, what you expect in 2018 fantasy football season. So what are you what are you excited for? Let's do this. We'll we'll talk about what we're excited for in the playoffs. Uh, playoffs. I'm excited for a Pats Steelers showdown yep. in the AFC Championship. Without a, I think that's where we're heading with that uh, goal line. That was dude. Yeah. What a good game. Um, I want Antonio Brown excited. to be healthy. I, I would too. love to watch that again. I want. Oh, to be I hope healthy. so. Yeah. I, they said they said he'd probably miss the first round. He will miss the first he, round, but he should be good he, for the second. He round. wouldn't. He wouldn't be there for a wild card round, which right. they can't. They've already locked up the two seed, right? The only thing they're playing for. So At if the Pats the lose, so they're and the trying Steelers to win. win yeah, to get this, yeah. But the so, Jets aren't beating the Pats, so no. Um, so that's looking forward to that in the in the AFC, and I'm looking forward to the to the Chiefs uh, going to the Super Bowl and winning it, and us. Uh, getting a penthouse suite at uh, Cosmo <laughs> uh, and burning it to the ground. Um, and then in the NFC, I'm just excited to see what the hell happens because that's the most open. Like this is the m- most open I think I've ever felt about the NFC because you don't sure. have, you know, you don't have like the, the, the teams that you normally think like, oh, they're going to be in the playoffs. And they're going to do something. You don't have the Giants. You don't have the Packers. You don't have these these teams that you're just yeah, like that's the, the team that's going to do it NFC, yeah. you have no we we have no idea because eagles are a young team with their backup shitty quarterback rams are a young team you know it's just going to be you know the vikings are they could host but i just i still can't bet on case keenum um it's just it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be a lot of fun i think a lot of good teams are going to knock each other out we're gonna have really good teams knocked out in that in that wild card round, and, yeah. and then the Eagles are gonna get the shit kicked out of them at home in the second the Rams, round. And, yep. So yeah, we'll in the happens. in the playoffs, I'm excited about seeing. Um, well, I guess as as we wrap up the season, this is gonna be an awesome MVP race because it's gonna be very untraditional. Because I think the MVP towards ACL wins. I don't think Brady ended very strong. I mean, he, mm-hmm. could he throw seven touchdowns against the Jets? Sure, but I don't think he will. I think they wrap that up, that game up pretty quick. Um, yep. Antonio Brown was in the discussion. Yeah, I, I think it's Todd Gurley as, as the MVP. And then season, to see him so. go into, I mean, it's just, he's insane. Like, he, he hasn't had one of those seasons where it was like, he didn't set any record as far as like, I mean, he set records, but he didn't set them for like all time, right? Uh, for like a mm-hmm. running back rushing or yards from scrimmage. But he's still just like every. He's time, already he's over two thousand yards from scrimmage, right? Yeah, yeah he's over two thousand. But he that's still like he's still like I mean he's still like a couple hundred yards away from a record. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked somebody this who was like I think Case Keenum could be MVP or something like that. But it's like okay, you're down by, you're down by or, or you're up by 
six points or four points or whatever, and it's Todd Gurley or Case Keenum, who are you more scared of? You're scared of Todd Gurley, like even though he's not the quarterback, like that's who you, that's who you fear. Like you do, you do not want even that if guy you're, to if touch you're, the ball. Yeah, I mean if. Oh, okay. Sorry, I. I yeah, like if I you're down, like if you're up Absolutely. by if you're up by Absolutely. six, your your team is up by six, and the person the, the opposing team off, driving I'm way more on scared you. about that than yeah, Keenum dropping Keenum back and dropping back. Even though Keenum's been really yes. good, I think. I mean, look at Thielen. I mean, even yeah. Diggs. I mean, the, the Vikings have a good offense. They don't even have their best player, which is Dalvin Cook. So, um, having said that, I, I want to see Gurley. I want to see playoff Gurley. I mean, we've never seen it. And we've seen regular season mm-hmm. MVP early, but I'm really excited. Like Todd Gurley is a player that I'm going to cheer for, not just because of fantasy. I know he, he was awesome for fantasy this yeah, year, but like that is just yeah, he is. He's exciting. The Rams are a great. Could scorer. we have one of the great running back matchups of all time in the playoffs with Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara versus Todd Gurley? That gotta, might be the Gurley is be, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara put together. It really is. Damn. Hot take. That could be a first-round matchup, though, right? If 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 Panthers win and the Saints lose, the Saints are going to be in that wild card. No, the Panthers would go uh, all the way up to the, the second. The, sec- the Panthers would go all the way up to the second seed because they have the tiebreaker over Minnesota. But they would need. But they would need Minnesota to lose too for that. Exactly. Type. Right. Good, fair. So if the yeah. if the Saints if Minnesota wins, Saints lose, Panthers win, we could have. Yeah. We could have and the Rams beat matchup. the uh, Saints pretty handedly. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to good, in twenty eighteen? Uh, so you're looking forward to uh, Steelers, Patriots, and then uh, just how wide open the NFC oh, is. I'm yeah, looking forward to just Gurley. Yeah. I don't really yeah. have anything on the AFC. I mean, it's kind of it's a shit show over there. It's really bad. Um, yeah. What are you looking Everybody's forward to in twenty eighteen? What do you uh, when fantasy rolls around? What do you think you're going to be most excited for? Uh, I'm gonna be excited for the opportunity to not draft shitty players. <laughs> uh, I'm just and I'm I'm excited for redemption because I feel like uh, I feel like my team was was good enough in bro to make it to the finals, and I feel like my team was good enough in fourth to win the finals. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna win in both leagues, and then I'm gonna do it back. Back to back years, um, I'm gonna quit my job tomorrow and just focus on fantasy football for the next two years. Good for you, man. Just take some time off. Really focus on me and fantasy. Cool. Uh, I'm excited yeah. at the opportunity of. Obviously, I'm probably still gonna be running this podcast because I don't think anybody else is gonna put the time and effort into putting this all together. But uh, making my own drops of Did you beat uh, Kyle? Um, but I'm excited for next year. That that is going to be the biggest thing. Um, my loser squad. Uh, just what happens with you guys over over the, over the season? You know, what do you guys become of yourselves? Um, things like that. Um, as far, <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys learn from this, grow from this. Where do y'all go from here? Yeah, where do y'all where do y'all go from here? Maybe I'll make a documentary, just um, putting together. You know, what's my loser squad up to? Uh, as far from a fantasy. Dude, that was fun. From a fantasy perspective, I'm interested to see, you know, there's going to be a lot of players that I think there's going to be an overhyping of the running back. Uh, and I don't think that's a good thing. 
I think there is. I think people are going to be like, oh, running back is back, which is like, I think there's there's always sort of been a middle, right? You should never not draft a running backs, but you should also have like the wide receivers pretty awesome. Uh, so I'm interested to see a lot of those players that we were talking about, Evans, Bryant, not that I would take any of those right now, but like those players are going to be on the table for like late round picks uh, like Todd Gurley was this year. And you've, you've seen what happened. I think we're going to look back at next year. We'll do some preview stuff of who we're high on, but I think that's good. I think that's the big theme next year is the overhyping of, of, yeah. of running back. I could see six or seven running backs going in the first round. Yep. Pretty Absolutely. easy, which creates a ton of value on the wide receiver. So that's what yeah. I got, man. Um, I'll say this too. Uh, I, I, I talk, talked a lot of shit on this, but you guys, um, I try and be a, a good commissioner for you guys, uh, pay you out as soon as possible, make sure your trophies are ready and everything like that. But you guys really did a good job. Dobrats in particular comes to mind, but everybody kept trying to win. Uh, it was an awesome season. Thank you all for making this so successful. Um, Jake, anything else you want to add before we sign off for the, for the rest of the year? No, man. It, it, like you said, it was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, Thank you everybody like for the, coming the, on and like joining us. Participation. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, the texting me. Come on more would, next season. Yeah, it'd bother you in the middle of your work Kyle days. Us, yeah, don't let Kyle and us have a, a, a podcast with just the two of us next season. No, we don't. Just not we really good. don't deserve it. <laughs> as, as fun <laughs> as I'm having right now, like yeah, right. Uh, the only reason this works is because you guys get involved. So uh, I look forward to next year. I really do. And we'll try and make this bigger and better next year. Uh, with that, Jake, uh, you handled this really really well i'm surprised i you you had to sign off a couple times to go cry and wipe your tears away you didn't actually have to pee yep. but uh yep, i'm true. really proud of you poppy mm-hmm.